Hands up if you are crap at focus and productivity. I've got my hand up in case you were wondering because I am not a focused person naturally. I'm an ideas and creative person, a bit of a hippie at heart. I don't like schedules and being on the clock and I despise paperwork. Until a few years ago, I didn't even own a diary. It was all up here in my head. But I quickly learnt running a property management business and a household with four young children and winging it was a recipe for failure. And epic fail I did. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Property Management Podcast. I'm Kylie Walker, aka That Property Mum. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to ask a little favour. If you are enjoying this content and finding it super valuable, please take a moment to share it with another property manager, BDM, or business owner who might need to hear this content right now. And if you want to go a little step further, I'd love you to leave me a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. Now, let's dive in to today's episode. And if you've ever felt like your work and home life is out of control and it is running you and not the other way around, then you, my friend, could be lacking focus and productivity. I know this has been a huge struggle for me personally over the years. It is something that I have to work very hard on every single day. Focus and productivity do not come naturally to me. I've always been that person that zones out and is off with the fairies. I spend a large amount of my time in my own head and I even struggle at time to follow conversations with people. Focus and productivity go hand in hand and I honestly have to be very disciplined and committed to be good at them. I ran a business and a household with four children pretty averagely for a long time. I'm going to confess and yep, I hate to admit that. But I was that mum that had the wrong uniforms on. I completely missed the memo about book week more than once. Uh, I turned up a week early or a week late for birthday parties. I signed paperwork in the wrong places. I missed open homes. I uh, forgot to do incoming reports. You name it, I've stuffed it up. But what I worked out eventually was that I was actually really productive. I was packing in plenty into my days but I was terrible at the focus and the organisation. I had no to-do list, no idea week or diary system in place. Sorry, I told myself I didn't have time to sit still and work that stuff out. I just had to keep going. And what happened? Well, I let everyone down, myself included. So I had to make the time and design my week and schedule so that I ran it and it no longer ran me. You only need to Google focus and productivity, and there's plenty on the topic, but I've condensed some of the latest stats and solutions to save you time and effort. So let's see how focused you really are and see if you can stay to the end of this podcast. I'm tipping most of you won't. Challenge accepted, anyone? Now let's start with focus. 
Mastering your focus is not an easy task. We did not evolve to cope with the massive number of distractions that we face in our modern lives. Remember, we are living in a modern world operating with largely our prehistoric brains. And every time you are distracted, your fight and flight responses are triggered. This alerts and stimulates the nervous system, elevates our stress and uses our energy reserves as the brain processes, whether we are in a real life or death situation or not. So the biggest factor in becoming more focused or preventing us being focused is, you guessed it, eliminating our distractions. All the experts suggest our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. Some statistics say that our attention spans are down to a mere eight seconds, less than a goldfish. It has an attention span of nine seconds. Now, according to the Harvard Business Review, we spend almost 50% of our days with our minds wandering away from the task at hand. And we get most of our focused work done in a four to five hour period during the day. And for every two hours of focused work, we should be taking about a 20 to 30 minute break. Studies also show that as our focus slides, we're less motivated, we make more mistakes and we get distracted more easily. So if we only have four or five hours of peak attention within a normal work day, how can we optimize them? Well, here are some tips, and these are actual steps that I have put into place to take back control of my work and home life. These strategies can be used for both, because if you are a working mum, your day doesn't just start or end when you walk into the office. It starts well before then, driving your kids to morning sports training, packing lunches, ironing uniforms, or after work, again, it's running the kids around to extracurricular activities, or grabbing groceries, cooking, cleaning, maybe If you're lucky, you might get 30 minutes of TV before you're asleep on the couch. Now, being focused and productive needs to be looked at holistically and adopted into all aspects of our lives. So here are some focus tips. Working in chunks of time to give your brain a rest. Now, I try to do 45 minutes to an hour and then take a bit of a break. The experts also recommend that you should schedule your breaks and plan your week with downtime as a priority. They say take a walk in between your tasks. You might be surprised at what happens when you give yourself a little room for thoughts. Walking also boosts blood flow and brain function. Most importantly though, don't work during that break time. And add more rest in times when you are overworked. We all have days or weeks when the workload is crazier than others, like all your tenants move out um, or in all at once. The next day or week, take a little bit more time to recharge. Figure out your most creative and focused time and protect it. You probably have a certain time of the day when when you're most productive. If possible, tell your boss and colleagues that you're going to set aside those hours for focused work and you'll get to your other tasks outside of that time. I work best in the mornings, so my high focus, most creative work gets done then. I usually write before 9am and then work on my top three priority tasks after that. And then the rest of the to-do list, I get to it when I can. These days, I even schedule in a little nap for 15 or 20 minutes after lunch if I'm feeling particularly low in energy, which is most days. Okay, I'll be honest. But 
another recommendation uh, and tip is to keep tabs on your productivity. Now, you can think about your time, your focus time is like your, like your finances, meaning that you should create a detailed list of how you spend it. So I want to give you a little exercise. Every 15 minutes for the next day or two, jot down what you're actually doing. And this can be tedious at first, but it will show you how often you get up to make a snack, pour a coffee, or check your social media when you actually think you're working. Now, guard yourself against interruptions. Now, my most productive days are when work feels so effortless that I flow through my breaks because I don't feel the need for them. This is called a flow state, and it's a term coined by a Hungarian psychologist. To cultivate an environment to make flow more likely, you need to limit your distractions. Now, research has found that it can take between 30 to 60 seconds to refocus on a task when your attention is diverted to a second one. So I do things like set do not disturb time on my devices. I don't get alerts for emails, text messages, or news headlines. You also want to complete your high value tasks first. So whether you organize your tasks in a to-do list, app, or online calendar, writing down what you need to get done is a helpful way to get you organized for your day. Now, once you've listed out all your tasks, you need to rank them in order of priority and tackle the most important ones first. And it's likely that these bigger tasks are the ones that you're not looking forward to completing. But if you get them out of the way early on, you're less likely to procrastinate and push them to the next day. I've also adopted a work shutdown routine, which is simply a set of habits built into the last few minutes of my workday that sets me up to log off without guilt or stress. It also allows me to be a much more present and attentive mother when I get home and I'm with my children again. Property inspections, entries, exits, incomings, outgoings, routine inspections, whatever you call them, you have to do them. And I remember when I first started as a property manager, you had to handwrite the reports and take notes on a digital camera, then upload the photo memory card to your computer and hope and pray that they weren't all blurry or your computer had enough memory to store them but gone are those days to Inspection Express. Now, Inspection Express is not only the number one tool used by leading property managers across Australia and New Zealand, but the leader in groundbreaking new tech in the industry with the launch of 360-degree virtual tours. Now, virtual tours is upping the ante, giving landlords, owners and directors unparalleled 360-degree virtual access to their properties. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your free demo with Inspection Express. Mindfulness and exercise are also good for focus as well. Some of my best ideas have come off the back of a good meditation or sweat session. Now, by making sure that you are properly fueling and stimulating your brain and eliminating distractions wherever possible, you will be able to master your brain and increase your focus. Now let's talk about productivity, and it doesn't happen by accident either. Accomplishing all the things that you need and want to do requires forethought and planning, along with a continuous supply of motivation and focus. Do you ever think, how amazing would it be to get everything you set out to do each day so you could relax and know that you've accomplished your daily goals? However, we often face a mountain of work and feel overwhelmed and unproductive. 
day, end of the day, we're throwing in the towel. We're feeling defeated by our to-do list. Now let's talk productivity. And it doesn't happen by accident either. Accomplishing all the things you need and want to do requires forethought and planning, along with a continuous supply of motivation and focus. Do you ever think how amazing would it be to do everything you set out to do each day so that you could relax and know that you've accomplished your daily goals? However, we often face a mountain of work and feel overwhelmed and unproductive. And by the day's end, we throw in the towel feeling defeated by our to-do lists. And this is a merry-go-round that every property manager I have ever worked with has been on. It seems the to-do lists get bigger and bigger by the end of the day, not smaller. But the good news is if you decide it's time to get off that merry-go-round, there are some solutions to help you enhance your focus and boost your productivity. And again, it's about things like prioritizing your most important tasks. You won't get through everything on your to-do list. So set up a daily top three to get done. If you achieve nothing else, these are the biggest three things that you'll get done in order to feel like your day has been a success. I have come up with a property management planner that is designed specifically to help property managers combat their days. If you'd like a copy of that, I will share a link in the show notes. You should also set some deadlines for completing big tasks and stick to them. You also want to break up your big projects into manageable chunks. A court appearance can seem overwhelming, but if you've got a checklist with all the steps and items you need to include, uh, that will help eliminate the, the big picture overwhelm. Checklists are great for tasks with lots of moving parts, like new managements or incoming and outgoing tenants. Instead of thinking about how much you have to get done, you can actually start doing them and ticking them off on your checklist. You should also block out your time for uninterrupted work. Work from home one day a week if you have to. Lock yourself in the boardroom or the local coffee shop. Don't have out-of-office appointments at least one day a week to catch up on your admin tasks. Don't have meetings on certain days. I only have meetings on Tuesdays as a rule and I only do podcasts on a Wednesday and I always write before 9am. You can set the rules to suit how you work best and everybody is so different. Now, you also want to put your phones away and this is never a very popular productivity hack in my own offices. Now, studies have shown that we spend at least five hours a day on our phones. Imagine how much more productive and focused you'd be without them. Now, we are addicted, I get it, and I am guilty of the incessant checks and scrolls. But did you know that mobile phones were in fact designed for that very purpose, to disrupt us and make us lose focus? And the more time we spend on our phones the more money the apps like Facebook and Instagram are making from advertisers. Of course they want us glued to them. Forget multitasking and go back to monotasking. Each day give yourself just one major thing to focus on. For example, Mondays might be your admin days. Tuesdays might be out of office, tasks, viewings, entries and exits. Wednesdays might be for completing the paperwork from the day before. Thursdays you might focus on new business and prospecting And Fridays, you might plan for the week ahead and do some personal development. Whatever it looks like, don't overwhelm yourself with too many tasks in any given day. And I'll say it again, but this has been one of the biggest productivity hacks for me. 
practicing mindfulness. Now, meditation has been shown to increase the ability to focus and enhance learning and memory. Research shows that it can even prevent age-related mental decline. According to one seven-year study, practicing mindfulness meditation is associated with improvement in sustaining focus and attention, and I can absolutely attest to that. Even more importantly, participants in this study had increased feelings of emotional well-being and performed better on tasks. Now, I find another this tool very useful as well when it comes to productivity. I call it the two-minute rule. Now, if a task will take less than two minutes to complete, you need to do it right away. Don't let these tiny tasks build up for another time and don't add them to the bottom of your list. Take just two minutes and just do it, like Nike said. You may be surprised by how many things that you can accomplish in just a few minutes, such as sending an email or cleaning up your desk. Um, and, And emails is a big one. If you don't deal with an email straight away, you will waste another five to 10 minutes rereading it the next time you check your emails. So my rules when it comes to emails, you either do it, delete it, or delegate it. If you absolutely have to defer it, you need to set a deadline to complete it. Now, most of these tips for focus and productivity I use personally and have helped me regain control of my personal and professional life. Do I still slip up and go back to old habits? Absolutely. It's all about creating daily habits. And the more you practice a habit, the sooner it becomes a natural behavior. And eventually, you don't even have to think about it anymore. So here are my action steps for you from today's episode. Now, the first thing I want you to do is grab a pen and paper and start writing out all the things going on inside your head, personally and professionally. Now, that might be you have to book a dentist appointment, you have to get your car serviced, call a landlord, follow up a late rental payment, get everything looping around in your head out onto paper. Because remember, with looping, they continue, the thoughts continue going around and round until you either find a solution or get them out onto paper. Then I want you to create a to-do list and I want you to separate the personal and professional lists. And then I want you to number each item on the list in order, in priority order, one being the most important. Then grab your diary and schedule three things per day off your must-do list, starting with the most important first. Thirdly, I want you to think about your habit with your emails. And I want you to schedule in time each day to check your emails and then turn off your notifications any time outside of that. Maybe you want to just check them for an hour at the start of the day. You might check them 30 minutes before lunch and then check them 30 minutes before you leave. Don't be a slave to them. Close out of them in between um, so you don't get distracted by the notifications. And even um, if you want to set up an auto reply that specifies when you'll be getting back to clients. So there you go. There you have it. Um, Three action steps from today's episode. Mind dump, to-do lists, personal and professional, and assess your habit with your emails so that you are not constantly distracted by your email notifications. Um, I will share a link in the episode notes for a property management planner that I have devised that has been designed specifically to help property managers um, become more focused and productive throughout their days. Um, If you would like any more focus or productivity 
tips and tricks, please reach out to me um, and all the usual places. Thanks, guys. If you love the Property Management Podcast, you've got to check out the PM Collective, hosted by my friend, Ashley Goodchild. She discusses things like how to have awkward conversations about pay rises, um, yes, please, how to raise the bar in property management, and why so many people just seem to fall into the industry. You've got to love stories like that. She'll leave you with great advice, actionable steps to take, and let you know that you're not alone in any of the challenges that you face. So be sure to check out the PM Collective wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you're someone who is serious about growing your property management business and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and take a look at the options for working further with me. Whether that's an online course, one-on-one coaching or free resources on my website. Until next time, my friend.